0: incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here because I know that this topic is going to resonate with you. We're talking about overwhelm. And I wanted to share one way that I'm proactive about preventing some overwhelm in my life. And then I wanted to share two tips about how to actually manage it when it comes in, because sometimes we just can't avoid feeling overwhelmed from time to time. So before I dive into that content, I also wanted to make sure that you know of a couple of different ways that we can connect outside of this podcast that I can add some free value to your life. First one, Instagram. It's my favorite social media platform. I love to share videos and content that I think will really hit home with you, but also it's a cool way for us to connect about the podcast specifically. If you tag it or ever want to shoot me a DM and give a topic suggestion or a guest idea, I love to chat with you on Instagram. So check that out first if we're not connected there. Secondly, in the show notes, there are two different services that are totally free that you can join. One is our email list where I'm going to be sending out more video content and different things that I'm going to be collabing with some of the guests that have been on the show. So make sure that you join the email list and also this new service called text from cache, which is essentially like the way that I'm thinking about it is like, your saucy bestie like me, plus your fortune cookie like combining together and sending out a weekly text on Sunday nights to help you get intentional for the week. And also I like to shoot like random texts out during the week just to kind of keep you pumped. So make sure that you check out in the show notes of this episode, how to join both of those things and connect with me on Instagram. Now let's dive in to the content because I know that you and I have both experienced this it's that thing that happens where you wake up and you get this rush of like, ah, this overwhelmed feeling. And then you start to do the thing where you look for everything that you have to do for the day and how you just don't have enough time to do all of that stuff and overwhelm and all of those nasty feelings associated with it just come in super hot. And you kind of feel like you want to just jump back in your bed and like take your comforter and like shove it over your head like you're a little kid and just like hide from the day. Been there or maybe you are on that last thread and you just want to ugly cry, like a snotty, ugly cry because you're like, I can't handle this anymore. If so, I've been there too. Or maybe you like to avoid it and pretend like you're quote unquote fine, which we know means you're not fine, girl, (laughs) which is where for me, this often involves me spilling in the morning because I'm moving too fast. For example, you're always wearing a white shirt when you spill, right? So you're making your smoothie and you're wearing your white shirt and you're just like running around the kitchen like crazy. All of a sudden your smoothie spills on you and all of a sudden you're yelling at your fiance or your significant other about the dishes, which really has nothing to do with why you spilled your smoothie, but you know, you just decide to take it out on them. Cause like, that's cool. Not right. I know that overwhelm and those feelings are not fun. And I'm with you. And they often don't result in us making the best decisions for ourselves or for the people around us and the way that we show up. So I wanted to do a quick episode today where I'm going to share with you one way that I'm proactive about preventing overwhelm and two tips on how I actually manage overwhelm when I feel it coming. So first, how I'm proactive about preventing some overwhelm. This is where I'm very intentional. I consistently take inventory on my calendar to make sure that my priorities are reflected and how I actually spend my day because so often we give lip service to our priorities. We say things like exercise and health matters to me, my business matters to me, my relationships matter to me, you know, my you know relationship with my significant other matters to me but we don't actually plan those things on our calendar. So those are the first things that go when life gets crazy. Right. And I talk about this concept often on the podcast, but it's so important that we're intentional with our days. And if you think about even like that oxygen mask analogy that they give on airplanes, right. Where it's like, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can put it on someone else that applies to life. You can't help others. You can't chase your dreams. You can't be a good friend, a significant other, a mom, an employee, a business owner, a leader, a sister, whatever role you're playing. If you're burnt out and you're running on fumes because you chose, because yes, girl, that's a choice to not honor your priorities. So yes, I am with you that sometimes overwhelm is unavoidable. It just happens because we've just got a lot of ish going on and we're going to dig into that. But sometimes it's a byproduct of not being aligned with what actually matters to you. Because when we're planning out our days, we know seven of those days turns into a week, which turns into months, which turns into years, which really freaking matters because that's how we build our entire Life. So, mapping out priorities first will prevent overwhelm from happening in the first place. A lot of the time, if we're living each day in a little bit more alignment of what actually matters to us. Now, you know, I like to keep it real. We're not having like rainbows and butterflies and happy little unicorns coming out of our butt every day. Sometimes we've got a lot of ish to do and we're just going to get overwhelmed. So, I want to share two tips that are really helpful for me in managing it when it does happen. First one, every single night before bed, I map out my to-do list and I pick my three priorities for the next day, the most important things that are going to move the needle forward. So this is one of the best techniques that I do because when I pick those three most important things, I like to think of them like my priority cake and everything else is sprinkles on top. Of course, sometimes maybe there's three or four things. It's not always three, but for sake of this example, I'm going to say three, which is your priority cake. Sometimes what's cool about that too with your priority cake is if the items that you need to do aren't time specific, as in like the things that you you know are doing don't have to be done at a specific time, but they just have to get done sometime throughout the day. I like to do the thing first that takes the least amount of time that's part of that priority cake. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, It can often be really helpful to get that confidence boost of checking one thing off of that priority cake list and getting that win because that win often gives you a huge like epic endorphin hit and you're just like, yeah, and as soon as you get that hit, you get that momentum at your back. And also, let's just be real. I don't know if this resonates with you, but the longer that I wait to start and I sit in this like analysis paralysis, the crazier the story that my brain creates gets. And we start telling ourselves these stories of like how long it's going to take us to do the thing or how hard it's going to be when in reality, it's not that hard or it's not going to take us that long. The best example you can probably connect with this to is laundry or dishes where we just decide, ugh. It's going to take me so long to do the laundry. I'm never going to do the laundry. Like, I don't have time to do the laundry. I'm so overwhelmed. But in reality, all the time that we spent thinking about it, we could have just set a timer for like 15 minutes on our phone and done it in 15 minutes, right? So, give yourself that confidence boost by having that priority cake so you can get intentional, but then doing the thing that takes the least amount of time first, if that's possible, because momentum is everything. And then you just get that confidence that you can build on. So, tip number two that I think is also really crucial is asking yourself, what can you outsource to someone else or who can you ask for help from? Is there anything that you can take off of your plate? Cause sometimes we're doing all of the things, but we don't have to be. But as women, we have this weird thing about asking for help. And I want to share with you a couple of ways that you could ask for help. If you're in the corporate world, if you have your own business or even just in your personal life. So first I have my own business and maybe you do too. If you do, the question that I'm getting really dang good at asking is, does this task have to be done by me or can someone else do it? Right? And then you can get more intentional about actually giving yourself some bandwidth to do the things that only you can do. Even if you don't have your own business, having that self-awareness of your own bandwidth is so powerful because if you have people on your team or direct reports or coworkers that can help you with something, if you're really intentional about your bandwidth and, and honoring your own priorities, you're going to need to ask for help sometimes. And that's totally cool. And sometimes in the corporate environment, or at least when I used to work in the corporate world, I would sometimes hold on to things That I could easily teach to someone else, but simply because I've been doing it myself for so long, I thought that it would like take me a ton of time to teach someone or that I was the only one that could do it. But is that really the case when you think about some of the things that you do daily? Are you the only one that can do it or could someone else do it if you just took the time to actually teach them? Could that be a really cool learning opportunity for them to get to learn a new skill set or you know? get to learn something from you that you could just outsource off your own plate. Sometimes we're spending a lot of time doing things that don't have to be done by us that we could actually give to someone else that would give us more bandwidth to focus on the things that only we could do, those creative things that we need to do that require our mindset or our bandwidth or require our tenure, that we're wasting a ton of time during the day doing all these other mundane things and we're not giving ourselves that creative space. And sometimes i found as a business owner, but also even back when I was in the corporate world, if I slowed down for a second to take inventory on how I'm actually spending my time And I can, you know, take some of this stuff off my plate. It would allow me to speed up and give more creative time so that I'm not bogged down with all these mundane things that don't actually have to be done by me, right? And one more example in your personal life, because I think it's just so important to ask for help sometimes. Smart people ask for help because they know they can't show up as their best selves if they're burnt out. So they do things like pay someone to help clean their house so they can take that time to build their business, which is going to have a bigger return on investment than being the person that cleans their house, right? Or if you don't want to hire someone to clean your house or to help you with other things, one thing that I've noticed that's really interesting and maybe you haven't considered is there are some people around you right now, Maybe it's your significant other. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's a friend or a sister or a mom, mother-in-law that would be excited to help you if you asked. Like they actually will feel so appreciated and valued if they get to be part of accomplishing tasks in your life or a goal that you have and you not asking them you think you're being kind by not asking, but maybe there's someone that you're identifying right now. You're like driving down the freeway. You're like, Keisha, oh my gosh, I'm thinking of someone that would love to help me. And you're robbing them of potential joy, potential joy that they could get from being the person that got to help you, right? So to recap, number one, before anything else, being proactive about consistently taking inventory on your calendar to make sure that your priorities are reflected and how you actually spend your days matters because we're able to prevent some overwhelm from ever happening in the first place if we're intentional and proactive about filling our cups first or, you know, putting on our oxygen mask first. And then if you're in overwhelm, right? Because it's not always rainbows, butterflies, and happy little unicorns. Every single night before you go to bed, picking your three, picking that priority cake and recognizing that other things are just sprinkles on top, but you go into your day with more intention about what are the most important things that I need to do to move the needle forward. And finally, ask yourself, what can I outsource to someone else? Who can I ask for help from? Is there anything that I can take off my plate? Because girl. You can do anything. You can do it all, but often not at the same time. It's okay to drop the ball on things that aren't a priority. And honestly, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to get to the point of overwhelm that you're crying or snapping or you know really doubting yourself because sometimes we have to get to that point emotionally before we actually realize the importance of making a change in our life and getting more proactive or intentional. So if you're in the season of overwhelm girl, like give yourself some grace. After all, like I said before, we're we're humans. We're not robots. But at the same time, if we're more intentional, I really think that we can move mountains towards chasing our dreams and just building lives that we really love. We owe it to ourselves. To live lives that we love, but we also owe it to the people out there who we love, who are going to get a better version of us or that person that we don't even know we're inspiring by us bringing our best energy and excitement to life and every day into our goals. So I hope this was helpful until next time. I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.